because you didn't want to get up. So. No, yeah, it was uh, this morning was tough. Uh, so if you just like bang on your nightstand, it actually uh, snoozes for you. So I kept banging like several times, and at a certain point, I just like swiped my phone. <laughs> but I, I felt I woke up nice. I woke up sweetly. Oh, okay. No, no, no joke. Almost. Are you sure? Yeah, we're at this point. It's just banter for James because he decided it's, to kill it's, trees it's so, so that way up. we could get some work done. I've got. Welcome to Shame Watch, a guilt-free dive into those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Each week, we bring in a movie that either we or our guests love, but society constantly ridicules them for. We look in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, hoping to find. Oh, hoping to keep society at bay while we watch these movies like the miracles that they are. Hey, we've got a host today. We always have hosts. We always James. have hosts. We have we have, a, we have a guest today. Last Ooh, week we I'm Rusty. We, we Hello, I'm James Fight, your Rusty host. <laughs> Next to me is, to my right, Kenny Madison, Chief Archivist of FlatFilms.com. Across from him is Aaron Salinas. I am the editor, uh, background photographer, actor, editor, cool guy from FlatFilms. And to my left, my buddy. My friend, his amigo, Deron Briscoe. Deron Briscoe. Aaron, was that racist that I called him your amigo? Oh my no. god. <laughs> okay. Well, no. If anything, there was some racism in this movie that we're gonna bring up. That I. <laughs> yep. that, oh, yeah. I left my notebook downstairs. Go get it. Go okay. I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go get it. No, no, you're, no. you're the guest. You stay. Grill them, guys. Uh, tell us about what you do and what you love. Yeah. What's your deal, Deron? My deal. Dish. Dish. Um, well, um, I guess I could say uh, I'm in between jobs. Hey, me too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Um, uh, met Aaron in college. Nice. Uh, A&M University, Kingsville. Uh, go Hawks. Um, and we've been known each other. We used to live with each other in nice. Kingsville. Um, and um, we've just been homies ever since. So you all make movies together? Or you yeah, didn't in college? We, yeah, we did definitely uh, perform. Uh, did some stuff in for CC seventy and uh, Corpus mm. Seven Day Film Festival. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And nice. then we recently did the forty eight hour Austin Film Competition here. Nice. So um, that was the sad. No, that was a different thing. That last last Saturday, week, last weekend. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we definitely um, be on the lookout for that movie. Yeah. Um, What's the title of it? It's Gnome Owners Association. Okay. I will not explain what it's about. You yeah, no, that leaves me intrigued. Anyway. But there's gnomes. Hey guys, Duran, did you tell them how we met? I did not even get oh, into that. Goodness. I want I wanted to let you t- tell it because um, I want to hear how you tell it. It's probably one of my favorite friendship stories. So um, I went to high school, right? We all did. Um, I went to high school. Well, don't, I, yeah, don't, don't, don't make assumptions. Don't. Fair. So I went to high school across the street from uh, University, Texas A&M University, Kingsville. That's where me and Duran went to school. Go Hawks. So <laughs> we. Um, I was a part of someone like the extracurricular activities on campus. One of them being Gamers Elite, which was just a gamers club. Nice. Uh, started playing Pokemon, the trading card game. Nice. Got real decent. Um, they had a Fair. tournament. I go to said tournament. They pass out like some little collectible cards. They got a Steelix. Whoa, nice. I'm in trouble. Okay, Wait, I have a Steelix. I don't have an Onyx. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ron was like, hey, I see you got a Steelix. I have an Onyx that I don't use. Take, the, take this Onyx. Aww. After that, I was like, hey, man, you want to go with me to get some wings? So we went to Wingstop, 
And that's where our uh, friendship blossomed. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Over nerd shit and food. Over nerd that's shit awesome. and Wingstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is where we started. So, yes, I have my uh, my notebook. We're, we're solid now. I um, have my notebook. I have my laptop. Hey. I have my phone. Nice. We're all Type. good. We're all golden. James, what the heck are we starting today? We, my friend, are starting for the next nine weeks. Might I remind you. We are reviewing... Each movie in, 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 not and. Hold for room tone. Hold for room tone. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. For the next nine weeks, we are reviewing each movie in the Fast and the Furious franchise in what we're calling Wild Speed Summer. This is leading up to the release of Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, where we will be doing a live in-theater event on the night of the film's release. So follow us all summer long as we go through the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter mile at a time. Nice. That was good copy. Great copy. Good copy. That was great. Thank you. Really great that you guys read it beforehand. I I did. I did. Why are you? He's being. I read it. You're being insensitive. Can I plan- I'm not used to compliments. <laughs> Words of affirmation are hard. So pull up. Hey, Kenny, uh, you did a really good job. Shut up, Ron. Shut up. <laughs> hey, I'm, I- I'm proud of you. <laughs> so Can I plant my tree now? Where's? Uh, yeah, sure. We're going to be here for plant a Plant your tree. Look, it's still dead. <laughs> What's the film that we're covering? So, today? well, it can only be one thing, considering we're surrounded by uh, Coronas. And Nas. And Nas. That oh, means. Oh, yeah. Crack it. Yeah, it's time to crack it because we're cracking. We're cracking it out. Gentlemen, you can have any drink in here as long as it's a Corona. Great line. Great line. Hold on. We need to synchronize. Three, two, two one. Oh, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Uh, and while, cheers. Uh, while Aaron and Duran are imbibing Coronas, myself no. and James being the uh, <laughs> men of <laughs> about Midwest? the men about town that we are yeah. are consuming nos. Hold, hold on, hold on. Oh, that was Ooh. good. This, you know, this nos tastes better than I remember. Of course, it does. It makes my life improve a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, very important props in <laughs> in the Fast and Furious, um, which is the name of the movie, um, not to be uh, mistaken for Fast and Furious. Yes, correct. Which or, is the fourth movie. Yeah. Yes. God, I, <laughs> if it wasn't for the numbers on the right hand right, corner, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been lost. Yeah. Sure. Um, but this yeah. was the Fast and the Furious come came out in two thousand one. Here's a little fun fact that I found out. I'm jumping into it real quick. Move. Gone in 60 Seconds with Nicolas Cage. Ooh, he's adding context. Yeah. Wow. Came out in 2000. June 6th of 2000. Do it, James. And The Fast and the Furious came out June 29th of 2001. Add the oh. context, James. And here's the thing. This is a little extra detail that if you watch uh, Trapped in Cage on Flat Films, the YouTube oh. channel, you'll know that Jared and I often catch on that Nick Cage just does remakes, but shitty remakes of popular movies. Mm-hmm. We thought this that Gone in 60 Seconds was a shitty remake of The Fast and the Furious. We were wrong. The Fast and the Furious took from Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, James, well, I hate to say this, but... but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, proved! It's proven! 
proven by James Fight. Well, uh, Nicholas Cage expert. I, 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 Come on, man. Duran, I think you're going to say the same thing. That I uh, Gone Six Seconds was just uh, one movie, and Correct. we have uh, a franchise. A franchise. Here's also, the thing. <laughs> also, uh, James Gone in sixty seconds is itself a remake of the film. That's Gone, Gone in, in sixty, 60 seconds. seconds. I didn't know that. Well, um, and it, it's uh, hardly a film. It's only sixty seconds. Yeah, it's a sixty-second movie. <laughs> so that's ridiculous. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nick Cage okay. is a madman. Hey, we're not talking about Nicholas. I'm just saying maybe it's a possible that someone saw Gone in sixty seconds and was like, you know what, you know what, let's make it a little different. And then they cashed in the Fast and the Furious, and they got franchise and Gone in sixty seconds. Didn't this NOS is affecting me? Hey, hey I'm James, going fast. James and Furious, <laughs> no. as, as your buddy, I think you need to pull up from some of the Nick Cage movies. I think you're starting to spin out of control. Listen, all right? Listen, man. Why are you sweating more than me? Uh-huh. It's the NOS, man. Uh-huh. He has, he has okay. NOS okay. in his okay. veins. He's ghost ridering out. God! We've gone through 30 movies. We need 70 more. It is going to be... The rebrand of Nick, uh, Trapped in Cage is going to be great. Look for it. Coming out in August. There, I said it. He Cage dropped fight. it. He Nope. Um, so we are discussing Gone in 60 Seconds, the, <laughs> the first film in the Fast and Furious franchise. Yes. Um, so, yeah, this is by Rob Cohen uh, from 2001. Not a ton from Rob Cohen that I was totally familiar with. Um, it was Triple uh, X was in there, which oh, kind of yeah. shows his companionship with Vin Diesel. With yeah. Vin. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And, so uh, most recently, Hurricane Heist. Oh, what oh. was that? It's about a heist and a hurricane. You got so, it. Really? Um, yeah. So basically, Fast and the, Fur- <laughs> Fast and the Furious, um, but there's a hurricane. Yeah. Is basically what's going on. Basically. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think if we just jump right into it, one of the, uh, my my favorite. Hold on, Aaron. Yeah? What James is so good at today Thank is you. adding context. But Thank we got for people that haven't seen the first The Fast and the Furious Correct. Film, what is a plot synopsis of this film? This car is vroom vroom. Ah, DVD players, no. Ooh, racing. Slow. (laughs) You're going to need a little bit more. Oh, oh. um, So, it's kind of tough. If I'm being honest, there's there's Paul Walker. Yep. Who we see. Brian something. Uh, Brian, he's got two different names. He, He has one fake name and... One uh, one. His real name is Brian O'Connor. O'Connor, O'Connor his alias go. is Brian Spilner. I've Spilner, done a that's lot right. Of research for this job. This was, uh, yeah. Well, that's why you're the archivist. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go into? A, who wants to take the plot synopsis on this? Because it was, I, I just the remember. Archivist. Fair. We'll go ahead. Uh, Brian Spilner shows up one day at Toretto's garage, uh, and asking to purchase the tuna sandwiches and has apparently been asking for the tuna sandwiches for two weeks. Yep. In reality, he's trying to hook up with Dominic Toretto, played by Vin Diesel. V. Uh, Vin the Diesel. Vin Diesel. Very good. Uh, over the course of the film, that it is revealed that Brian Spiller is actually an alias for Brian O'Connor, what? a Los Angeles Police Department what? Uh, officer uh, who is partnered with the FBI in order to take down uh, a series of robberies and heists that are happening in the Los Angeles area because in, I suppose, a pre-Fury Road-esque heist, several of them, uh, 
semis are apparently getting pillaged in great action scenes. Very, uh, yeah. Very utilizing tight. harpoons and stealing DVD players. Those DVD players, man. Man, how much did Panasonic put into this movie? Because there were great everywhere. Question. I, uh, my question was, the amount of commas Panasonic put into this, how many were there? Um, because the, the, the first opening shot is a cargo storage thingy yeah. Um, just running down the different um, paraphernalia you can buy from Panasonic. Yeah, DVD it was like a, re- a reverse tracking and then yeah. came on to uh, a construction worker, a dirty construction worker. It, it, it was uh, it was charming. Dirty because he's corrupt. <laughs> you say charming. I, I just say it just didn't age well. It <laughs> yeah, just yeah. really didn't age well. Uh, one, I mean, one of my notes is those old TVs. They were boxy and they had VHS yep. and DVD players on them. Yep. They, they robbed regular people. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They did. It's <laughs> like the reverse of Robin Hood. Yeah. They steal from the common people. They didn't rob from regular people. They I, robbed semis, specifically yeah. from the, Rogers' semis. But those was, are regular people. They were yeah. regular people. They, they're part of the system. <laughs> this NOS is affecting me. <laughs> I told you. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it didn't age well at all because uh, the first. First, ooh, ooh, there's a hard F. There's, yeah. a, there's a hard oh, yeah. F. In that opening opening scene, the so apparently Paul Walker they had choreographed the the fight scene through and through, and they were yeah. like, "Oh, it just looks really bad." So let's yeah. just improvise it. I saw that, and yeah. it kind of showed. Like it was just <laughs> yeah. some, it was just kind of some rough fighting, and but yeah, there's some there's a hard F in there, um, and it did yeah it doesn't age well, but it in its own self was charming. Washington Post staff writer was uh, Rita Kempley was also not improved with the film. As per always, we yep. like to establish what context yes. for what all of these shameful watches might be. Yeah, Kenny, why would f- someone feel bad about watching this movie? Great question. Uh, in a negative review uh, that Rita Kempley left entitled Fast, Leaving Logic in the Dust. And I quote. <laughs> oh, man. You have no idea. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious has rebel without a cause, without a cause. The young and the restless with gas fumes. The quick and the dead with skid marks. This mo- Aaron, stop laughing. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, your laughing is so loud. Stop laughing. Not, it's just this movie. <laughs> sure. This movie is all about what's under the hood, bro. More to the point, pop psychology-wise, it's about guys looking under each other's hoods. There's nothing in this world like impressing another dude with your fuel injector. This is macho bonding at 9,000 revs. And if you think the cars are fast, meet the booty. (laughs) Every heavy peddler wears a garland of freaky hotties, all of whom get off on the gear-grinding phenomenon of the outlawed street racing scene. In other words, this is a most excellent film for 12-year-olds and those who are 12 at heart. One out of five stars. Oh. When when was this? June of two thousand one. Oh, they, they wrote that in, in two thousand one. Okay. Oh man, so of they, the time of release. Yeah, so that they, was like the opening. That was yeah. If it's June, yeah. I bet they feel stupid now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I there's mean, a lot of twelve year olds out there, and also a I'm, lot one, of people, I'm one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm one yeah. of them. I enjoy these movies no matter how much I look at, at what they do. Yeah, and it's just like. I, I can't do that in physics class. I can't, yeah, right. I can't, yeah, 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 I can't yeah, yeah. calculate that. Like that's not that's not that's not how it works. Well, that's the beauty of these movies. They're just fun. Yeah, and like yeah. you know, we're allowed to have fun movies. Yeah, because part of movies is to entertain people. 
Yeah. And you know what? They do that. Sure. Let's talk about family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Is it good? We're going to play a couple games later on in relation to family and Coronas. Uh, what? Just to let you know. Oh. Uh, I've got some right. segments planned. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kenny, I love you so much. Hey, I um. love you guys too. Uh, Duran, what is your history with the Fast and the Furious franchise? Because, uh, and just to establish even more context, sure. because I am the archivist. That's true. I myself have seen all of these films and I've seen all of these films multiple times. James and Aaron, that's a little bit of a different story. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. This was my first time watching The Fast and the Furious and I enjoyed it. It was fun. I got to turn off my brain and just go, huh, explosions. Sure. Yeah, uh, I've seen parts of Tokyo Drift uh, just like coming in from like outside playing and uh, just uh, seeing some of it be like, huh, there's cars, cool. And uh, then just never going back to it. But yeah, uh, I do remember uh, when we were in college, you'd just be like, yeah, I'm going to the Fast and Furious premiere. I'd be like, huh, I, 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 that's still going on. I, I didn't realize that they've <laughs> huh, been still doing right. that. Yeah, you, like, it's, it's definitely uh, one of the movies that I try to keep up with. Uh, I, I was around, what, 10 years old whenever the first one came out. Oh. So I kind of grew up with just like the lifestyle that they, portrayed on sure. screen so it's kind of like one of those things where i was like yo i'm giving me a honda civic one of these days <laughs> <laughs> lo and behold and he did. i got he me did. a honda civic <laughs> oh that's fantastic but, um i grew up with the movies um it, like y'all y'all will talk about it later but uh i really got really a hold of too fast too furious mainly because it was done by john singleton mm. so it kind of yeah. so it was more of a demographic focus mm. when mm-hmm. it came to me yeah. Um, if, if you don't know right now, I'm uh, African American. Uh, Hold on. What? What? Wait a minute. Wait a what, minute. What? What? Uh, <laughs> what? Well, uh, everybody's wearing blindfolds right now, so <laughs> I, I just didn't think that y'all would probably know. But um, but so I watched um Too Fast Too Furious multiple times. Now mm-hmm. go back to Fast and Furious, and then I just kept up with all the other movies since then, which y'all will see. For those who haven't seen it, it's it just gets crazier and crazier. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, enjoy the ride. <laughs> a Don't quarter mile at a time. This is actually the only film until Hobbs and Shaw that's actually directed by a white dude. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No uh, joke. The next one is John Singleton. Three through six are Justin Lin. Seven hmm. is James Wan. Eight James. is F. Gary Gray. And Hobbs and Shaw is David Leach, who's one of the quasi-co-directors of John Wick. Oh. Yeah. So um, a lot of fighting. um yeah this was uh i'm glad i watched it if i'm being completely honest it was fun um i do have some questions as to like was it just 2001 or was it just a low budget it was 2001 (laughs) fair um but yeah kenny so what was what's your history with this did you see this at premiere did you no i think i came along to it uh when everyone else did uh, it, it might have actually been with Furious 7. Um, I know, I because just following film stuff and seeing the critical reception to Fast Five whenever it came out. and Took over just, everything. Yeah. yeah, everyone just being flummoxed of going, this movie is actually really good. This is really good. This is a great piece of action cinema. And I'm going, what? Why? <laughs> Why would you think that? Why would you think that? Well, we'll find out. In four weeks. Yeah, and then uh, I'm not. I I don't recall doing Furious Six uh, in theaters. I saw Furious Seven in theaters and cried like a baby. Oh, uh, is that the one with Paul Walker? 
Spoilers. Uh, to be fair, Paul Walker's in a lot of these, James. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but is that the one with him? Yeah. Paul okay, Walker's cool. In it. Cool, cool, uh, cool, cool. Just want to double check. Yeah. Um, and then I, around the time that Fate of the Furious came out, uh, I did uh, a marathon at the draft house of, uh, I believe it was it was three, five, six, seven, and eight. Mm. Uh, they just skipped over number four. And what was really great about that is the two hosts, uh, they were just going to screen Tokyo Drift, then five, six, seven, and eight in that order. And then one of them went, or we could watch it in this other order. And they rearranged the movies uh, in the way that it unfolds in the timeline. Oh, is there you'll a, find out. You'll find is out. Is there a timeline? Don't I, don't pay attention to any of it. Forget it. All, the, I ever said it. Yeah, I, I kept. Duran spoiled it for me. I was asking questions, and he was like, "Well, no, it comes back later on in this movie." I'm like, "But why? So, like, so, something is going to happen." Stop listening, James. Uh, okay. So, anyways, my my Fast and Furious fandom is certainly not as great as Duran's, but I've just been super excited to get into this mini series because these movies have uh, changed the game in terms of action cinema of of recent times. And additionally, not only that is outrageously diverse as yeah. well, uh, even though it's also super sexist at the same time. Yeah, behind the camera. Like I said, it's only been one white director, and well, to be fair, Justin Lin has directed four of these movies. Yeah. Um, and then we'll be coming back for uh, Fast and Furious 9 as well. Um, yeah. And so Fast and Furious 9, by the way, uh, just announced uh, confirmation of John Cena. Hey. So John Cena. I don't know if we'll be able to see him. So we'll Hobbs and Shaw is not... Number nine. Or no, it is. no, no. It's a separate. It's a spinoff. Thing. Yeah. Okay. It, that's why it's Fast and Furious Presents. I see. And okay. Whereas they say in Japan, Wild Speed Super Combo. <laughs> Just like our Wild Speed. Yeah, which is why the Summer. miniseries is called Wild Speed. Because Fast and Furious in Japan is called Wild Speed. Which is a great name. Yeah, I mean, it's accurate. It's, it's, it's wild and it's full it's speed. full yeah. speed. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that's super refreshing. And I, I think one of the things that might have made it feel uh, stayed at the time, uh, but now feels so refreshing, is how much of this stuff is so practical mm-hmm. as well. Whenever yeah. that that first semi truck heist, whenever the car the cars are harpooning, yeah, <laughs> semi truck, which is so silly, but now where they would just do that stuff with CG, yeah, that'd be boring. Yeah, I'm always a fan of practical effects. And, yeah. yeah, and like that's what it what, that made it charming mm-hmm. about yeah. this movie because like now watching it for the first time ever in yeah. 2019, I'm like, oh, I can appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. I'm really glad that you know they took the time to do that. The stunt work was pretty solid because there wasn't yeah. huge major stunts, but when they did, they were they were on point. They looked nice. They were crisp. They were clean. Go ahead. Oh, every, just everything had its own cl- climax. Yeah. So like as far as the stunts, like you knew. Stuff was building because they built to it slow, yeah. especially for that last ending scene, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Uh, me and Duran, I, I asked Duran about it. I was just curious about you guys. Um, do you think it was going to ha- Do you think they thought this was going to have as big of an impact as it did? No. No. Because, I mean, no. we're going into two decades worth yeah. of, of content with these guys. Like, consistent. Every two to three years, a new movie comes out. Well, it was a fairly low-budget movie. I think the budget was around $40 million. Uh, which for for the time is is fairly darn low. Yeah. And then I think it made that back in its first weekend, if not way more. This movie was a runaway success. Wow. Whenever it came out, and then it has just improved 
over time, uh, except for whenever it dipped a little bit at the beginning because Vin Diesel wasn't there because everyone was going, Vin Diesel is the next big thing. Pitch Black hadn't come out. Uh, What had he done up to this point? Just Triple X? He was... Uh, Triple X was actually after this. Oh. Vin Diesel had actually started off as a little bit of an indie guy. Yeah. Huh. He, he was actually a bouncer. I knew he out. was a bouncer, and then he started promoting Street Sharks. Sure. When did he do uh, Iron Giant? 99. Yeah. Okay, so Iron Giant was before this. Wait, was Iron Giant? Uh, Iron Giant was before this. And then Pitch Black was 2000, and people went, people paid attention to Vin. Uh, He's great. Also, I'm on a first-name basis with him. As but, you should be. Yes. He and, plays D&D. Fun fact. Yeah. That is a fun fact. He actually has a tattoo of his D&D character. Really? Nice. Yeah. That's tight. He, he, he's, he's that serious. He is Groot, too. He is Groot, yeah. He is Groot. Yeah. He that's... says it. That's all he really says in the movie. Yeah. And he uh, does a great job of doing it. Yeah. And then in, and then they approached him to do this movie. The original person that they wanted to get for Dominic Toretto was Timothy Oliphant, who really? is from Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. And he didn't want to do this because he didn't want to do too many car movies. Um, well. <laughs> and Ben was like, I'll do all the car movies. What I also found out uh, is that this movie was actually not a ripoff of uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, though it did well. come off, did come out the, a year after that, which is probably why it got fast-tracked. This movie was actually at least in development since around 1998. Really? Because this movie was inspired by an article called Racer X from an issue of Vibe magazine. Oh, yeah. One of the titles was going to be Racer X. Yeah. Uh, The shooting title was Redline. I watched a lot of special features. (laughs) (laughs) I watched a lot of special features. I ripped the audio commentary from the Blu-ray and was listening to it in the car. Something Uh, I found interesting was uh, each of these movies coincided with like a week after one of the X-Men movies. Because X-Men, the first X-Men came out in 2001 in around June, and this movie came out. And then a couple of years later, X2 came out, and then like a week or two after, Too Fast, Too Furious came out. It's all on the IMDb. And, that, and now X-Men movies are pretty much over there. We have Dark Phoenix. We have well, Dark well, Phoenix, and then Hobbs and Shaw yeah. comes out. Yeah. There's still... there's The only time it broke was uh, the seventh one because of... Paul Walker. Uh, yeah, he was in the movie. He yeah. was in the movie, so they I had to like push it back a year to 2015. Hold on, Paul Walker's in this movie. Yeah, let's push it back. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it got back on track with uh, the Fate, Fast Fate, whatever. Fate, the, of fate the Fury. That yeah. one. Oh, Fate of the Fury. Great title. I love the titles of this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's because now they're still on track, which I think is just great. That's a yeah, yeah. You should have a, a racing that car movie with a super mutant movie. That I mean, makes, essentially, they're one and the same. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> well, uh, I'm waiting for that crossover. Trailer says, yeah, that might actually happen. Uh, so Vin Diesel was approached to play Dom Toretto, and then from what I found out in my research, uh, Paul Walker was actively campaigning to be in this movie because he had worked really with, because he had hmm. worked with Rob Cohen in a movie called The Skulls. Uh, and Paul Walker just kept asking Rob Cohen, hey, do you have something for me? Hey, do you have something for me? Hey, do you have something for me? Did he do um, like an Elijah Wood and kind of like send in an audition tape playing in the background, playing in the back or something? Well, from what I understand, Rob Cohen just yeah. went, hey, I've got this role that I'm putting together for you. And that, oh, was, wow. and that was Brian O'Connor. Oh, that's well, so nice. That's uh, really good. That's that good makes me feel sad for when he's in Seven. 
Also, uh, just to make people feel more sad, yeah. uh, Rob Cohen is a terrible person. Oh. I have to say. Yeah. Uh, sure. he, Wait, what? He's a white kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, he sexually assaulted his son. Oh. Uh, whenever his son was two. Oh. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Oh, uh, God. Well, oh, Jesus. That's... Yeah, so if we break one oh. of the three rules, let's donate to, you know, something good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, three rules. What do you mean by three rules, Kenny? Do we have rules? No dunking! There we go. That's one of them. No ironic liking? That's a, that's two of them. And no self-deprecating. That's three of them. You gotta love yourself before you can love anyone else. Yeah, RuPaul said that. Amen. Um, I, I'm just gonna get this out there. One thing that bugged me. Uh, he asked for no crust on a sandwich. We're having some... Uh we're fine. We're on battery. Yeah, we're on battery, so we're, we're good. The, we're we're in the middle of a storm in Austin, Texas, currently. Yes. Uh, we're in a severe thunderstorm watch a until wild 8 p.m. speed storm. <laughs> and it is really... Oh, Ooh, wow. wow. Did you hear that, Mike? Oh, we're definitely going to have to hold for thunder. Yeah. Most definitely. Ah, uh, that sounds like a really good band name. Hold for thunder? No? It's All just right. silent. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he didn't. Why the fuck would you say something? <laughs> ah! My high school experience again! <laughs> Forever is listening to this right now. If you want to jump on that name, Hold for Thunder, by all means, go ahead. Just make sure to endorse the. Po- Shame Watch, yeah. Shame Watch, yes. Um, yeah, Tuna No Crest. That bugged me. That Why? I, sure, it, go just, on. it just bugged me that he's, he's an adult dude and he's at a sandwich shop trying to impress this lady and he's getting his crest yeah, cut off. He's being flirty. Like, Why couldn't he hey. just do it himself? Like, just like, hey, I'll, I'll first of all, I'll cut eat your crust. <laughs> yeah, like it's good fiber. Like, I'll I'll cut my crust. Well, the tuna's not supposed to be that good anyway. It's me be- said so. But because it wasn't good the day before, and it wasn't good the day yesterday. So what does it matter with the quality? Here's of the here's one of my favorite piece of dialogue. He's sandwich crazy. One of the one of the behind the scenes people say <laughs> that, and I love it. They don't I make them it. like they used to. They really don't. They just dropping everything, ain't you? It's the, it's the storm. It's making me nervous. Um, but yeah, so we open up to that, and real quick, I'm just gonna just I'm not say gonna, it. I'm just curious. Was uh, did the grading the color grading bug anybody? Like, why did they make this no. so gold? Cool. I've got the answer. Okay, that's what I was curious. <laughs> Like anything said, that Paul Walker's in, he's gold, basically. So they filmed this on a special film stock, which would make the colors hyper-saturated, which uh, is why... Oh, yeah, this was still done on film, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, which is why the film has that certain look and why the cars pop yeah. so much, yeah. because the colors are supposed to be that rich. Another thing I saw in the trivia was uh, the director uh, asked the people who's living in the houses to paint their house a different color that's muted so... The cars would pop extra. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna pay for this paint? <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> no, my, my mother would have said no. If you can paint it, but I'm not. Um, but yeah, so that makes a lot of sense because anytime I saw, anytime it was outside, basically he was just gold. Yeah, yeah. Paul Walker, and I was just the like, golden mm, boy. That too. Um, but yeah, so that that's just one thing I was curious about um, in in this one. But uh, it was. Not a whole lot of racing. No. There were five official races in this movie. And it's an hour and 47. There's only one explosion. I was expecting more explosions, I'll be honest. Sure. And well, for the 40 first, mil. The first explosion happened 30 minutes into the film. Well, that's some good notes, James. 
Yeah. Good notes. Yeah. I, I, I'm a little rusty, but you know, I'm coming back strong. Sure. Yeah. I uh, feel bad. I'm sorry. You shouldn't. You shouldn't well, feel bad. I'm, well, should he feel bad? Can couldn't even tell us what the hashtag from last There's a good hashtag was. in there. Good hashtag. Good hashtag. Good hashtag. Good bit. Good I bit. feel really bad. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was. A, so here's another thing I'm curious about. Here we go. Was this Vin Diesel's movie or is this Paul Walker's? Paul movie? Walker's movie. Who's the protagonist? No, like because going throughout these films. Oh, it's Vin. It's, it's so it's all like because what? I feel like what what I'm curious about is just Are because you asking who popped? Who pops? Vin Diesel, hands down. Yeah. Like because they they do they try to make it Walker though. And it, he just wasn't catching. Walk, Walker was just a good guy, mm-hmm. so you kind of follow his story and like because he has his confliction with being like he's a cop, but he also really likes these people. Yeah. So like how like because Vin Diesel is such a likable guy in this yeah. movie and street tracks. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, Iron Giant. Like, yeah. Come on, <laughs> like, like, like like he has that voice that just makes you go, oh, I'll follow you. Yeah, it's <laughs> is true. It the voice. <laughs> Wasn't sure. Was I mean, that sounded like a perfect Vin Diesel impression to me. That's yeah. why I, I thought Vin was here. My name's Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I race cars. Vroom, vroom. I mean, Vin Diesel was able to go do Triple X after this, and he was. He did other things before he came back to the Fast and the Furious because the rest of his things flopped. Like uh, except Riddick. for Triple X. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick uh, didn't do as well as it yeah. was supposed but, to. But. It was well enough that they decided to do another movie, Riddick. Yeah. So it was kind of oh, like oh. so. It was like ten years later, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's still <laughs> and and significantly scaled back. But they were still able to do it. Listen, anyway. they still did it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, yeah, I'm snotty. Vin was the one that popped, and then Paul Walker. Look, I like this movie, but uh, gosh darn it, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker are not the best actors. Oh no! Uh, in, in all honesty, some. Of, and no disrespect to Paul Walker. No some disrespect of his stuff, to Paul Walker. His some Wait, of his stuff was a little painful. Why would this, this is that? early stuff though? Like let's we're, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> this is early stuff. This is two thousand one. Like like a lot of stuff wasn't acting was still around. People knew how to act. <laughs> 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 there wasn't this new invention in two thousand five that I said, like, Hey, have you tried acting? <laughs> Marlon Brando had been around. He's like, it was just the dialogue. At the, the dialogue at the times fit the times. So let's just say it like that. Yeah, because I did write in here, um, floppy disks and jaw rule. This is a very two thousand movie. And gee, were we wild? Well, and the fashion. The fashion <laughs> is the, the the like very narrow like sunglasses, the fishnet tank tops yeah. that all the men wore. I yeah. loved it. That, that was that was my jam, man. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, there was some... Yeah, I wanted a little more racing. I wanted a little more racing. Um, uh, that would have been a, that would have been nice. Um, the uh, one thing I did find very interesting, the opening... Not opening, but the beginning, the uh, first race scene, uh, took 10 seconds to film. It was just 10-second race. Um, wow. And they elongated it for uh, two minutes. Well, you had to get everybody's reactions in the car. Cause, yeah. Cause yeah cause like it, Everybody had their own story, except for the guy who was playing PlayStation in his car. Oh, oh, that yeah, was such a, oh, that's so great. Because it was his warm-up for the race. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm with this guy. I know. And, and the tech was really great. Like, Duran was like, oh, look at that. There's yeah. a screen in his car. They didn't have that. <laughs> he was like, oh, man, he has a computer in his car. We barely got those now. Like, yeah. Oh, we're, oh, we're losing power. We're, we're losing, losing power. power. We're oh, and good. we're back. We're still good. Yeah, we're on battery. 
Um, so I want to mention the great product placement that happened for Pizza Hut in this movie. Because they're about to start the first massive race. And then out of nowhere, this Pizza Hut delivery guy shows up. Gets lines. Gets lines. Gets lines. And the, one of the guys was like, yo, Pizza Boy, get out of here. Go ahead, Kenny. You have a fun fact? That's Rob Cohen. What? Shut up. That's the director. Oh. He Peter Jacksoned himself in this? Well, I you would go Hitchcock. You wouldn't go Peter Jackson. Fair. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, no, Peter Jackson. <laughs> Who's this Hitchcock guy? I'm so sorry. You guys are right. <laughs> what did he make? Probably something stupid. So that's why he got lines. Like when he was like, wait, Pizza Hut wants to endorse us? I got it. I got it. I got it. And then he just like ran to the writing room. And, now, and maybe this is just the NOS or Corona talking, but was sure. there really that much product placement? Yes. Um, there was NOS literally all over the place. Mm, well, I do love NOS. For cars, <laughs> yes. There was, uh, I saw a lot of Mazda. The uh, seats, uh, what was it, Cinco or something like that? You saw that in every single. Did you? Did you get? I, I didn't. I did not catch the actual makeup. Unbelievable, <laughs> guys! I'm, just I'm new at this, guys. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing great. I'm just gonna throw this out here. Johnny Tran is my favorite character. Yeah, he is hands down. I mean, he was a good actor. I don't know his real name, but he was in like cool martial art movies because I looked him up on IMDb, mm-hmm. and uh, I just love his voice. He has a really cool voice. And you just, he's a cool guy. Very laid back. And yet, yeah. yeah. And very, very menacing. Yeah. yeah. At the same time. Because he poured, what was it, like gasoline? No, it was, it was oil. oil. It was oil down some dude's throat to torture him for information. That's to, a bad. To ass. be fair, he was kind of a. Uh, Say it. He was a butthole. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Wait, That's okay. What's interesting is that you went, he's a bu- Hold on. <laughs> Like you can't just say butthole. You can say butthole. We're allowed butthole. Yeah, yeah. we're allowed butthole. That's PG thirteen. I was try- I was trying to go ex- the extra mile, but I had to stop myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, this movie was PG thirteen, and I had a hard F. Oh, that yeah. In in all honesty, early two thousands, they were like, that's not a bad word. They, 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 they were wild. Was, yeah, <laughs> not socially aware of people's sexuality. At well, it all. was a post Y two K environment. <laughs> yeah, that post Y2K. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's right. Post Y2K and pre 9 11. Wild uh, times. Yeah. Or uh, no, this was after 9 11. Yeah, no, was, no it was oh, pre. Before. Before. It's June. Okay. I don't know my months. months. Uh, you forgot. Uh, <laughs> oh. Ouch. <laughs> mm. What do we think of the rest of the cast outside of Vin Diesel, uh, uh, Paul Walker, and Johnny Tran? Uh, Michelle uh, Mia is amazing. Is that, is that who played Mia? Yeah. That's yeah. Letty. No, that's oh, Letty. Letty. She's a badass. Oh, yes. Man. She took some serious ass. Uh, there's the there's the scene at Race Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Race Wars. Uh, where Vin Diesel starts punching Johnny Tran and just keeps punching. Yeah. And then yeah. she throws a mean right hook on <laughs> somebody so else. It's so great. Yeah, he, she just throws one punch and immediately knocks the guy yeah, out. Meanwhile, so Vin good. Diesel is still punching, trying to knock the person out. While well, to Lady be fair, it's Johnny Tran. Yeah, he's a badass. Why, you, just, you have to mess up his face because he's so pretty. That's true. <laughs> why, why not just have Letty come over and just punch him once? Why is anyone listening to Tom? Oh. Letty has one punch that can knock people out. That is so great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like in that same scene, uh, the security guard, if you kind of paid attention when he enters, he didn't use his hands. It was a large gentleman who just belly flopped his <laughs> way through the crowd and then managed to like 
like rough up Vin Diesel a little bit. And I'm like, he didn't use his hands in there. Did anybody else see that? He just I, I saw that. Yeah. He's like, hey man, I ain't trying to hurt you, man. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know, I know, you was one of us back in the day, but you know, I just, I just thank you for the opportunity to be in the movie, and I really don't want to mess it up. He's and. just whispering sweet nothings in his ear. Um, so I did love Michelle. Um, ja Rule's in it, and me and Duran had a little memory down. I was like, remember that movie he was in with uh, Steven Seagal, which was terrible, and it was just about the same time. It was like uh, Half Past Dead oh or gosh, something like that. That is a movie. That is a movie with like, Steven wow. Seagal. I, I, like, I, like, I don't really think about that movie. Because <laughs> sure. when, when it comes Neither to Steve, Steven Seagal or <laughs> but, Ja Rule. Well, just because when it comes to Steven Seagal movies and him like acting with somebody else, I go with DMX. So. Yeah, which is another, <laughs> I can't remember the name, but they, they do it together. But the one with Ja Rule. Exit Wounds. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We tried so hard. We like, we had the internet at our disposal. We were like, I don't remember. <laughs> and then like, we just started watching. It's no fun stuff. just looking up stuff all True. the time. True. You had to transport yourself back into 2001 where they didn't have that te- technology. Like that Jason Statham movie, The Transporter. And transported. Hey, here. I love that movie. That's a good. I love that movie too. <laughs> I'm not fighting you. <laughs> um, so I was invested in this story. Same. Because in one of my notes, spoiler alert, I wrote it down. Oh shit! Brian is a cop. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm so excited for you to watch the rest of these. <laughs> if you couldn't tell that he was an undercover cop, I couldn't. <laughs> in all honesty, I did kind of be like, wait, why? Why are they arresting him? He wasn't doing nothing. And then he like, can can you undo these? I'm like, oh yeah. I think that's... I audibly said, wait, whoa. Yeah, that, that's what I did. I'm like, I mean, oh shit, he's I mean, a cop. Whenever this movie first came out, I mean, he just comes off as the you know cool surfer dude yeah, that likes yeah. cars, and you know, he lives at the back of a store that he works at. Like, that's cool. He's I still, thought, he listen, still gets laid back there. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, he 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 does what he has to do, and yeah. So that that part, I was like, wait a minute. Oh yeah, he hooks up with Mia yeah. in the back of the store. Yeah, yeah, correct. With there's it's just littered with cars. Yeah. They they posters wild. of cars. They were wild back then, man. Two thousand one was wild. <laughs> yeah. So I post Y two K. So I got to talk about Mia just a little bit. Uh, Jordana Brewster, uh, also Michelle Rodriguez. They had never driven any cars. No. They didn't have a this license. Movie. Yeah, they didn't have their permits. Uh, so they had to learn how to drive in this movie. Additionally, Jordana Brewster was going to Yale. While she was filming this, what? Movie. Wow! Jordana Brewster was going to Yale at wow. the time of this movie. Uh, a lot of A-listers now had an audition for that. Jessica Biel, Sarah well, Michelle I've, Geller. I've actually got the list right here. Perfect. Uh, the, uh, apparently, the role was written for Eliza Dushku, who who was here. Uh, here are some other people. She was uh, uh, Faith in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Uh, there was also considered um, Natalie Portman. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, Buffy and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Kirsten Dunst, it's Mary Jane and Spider Man, right. Jessica Biel, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Regina King, I don't know, Regina King would have Regina been nice. Hall, yeah. don't know, uh, Melanie Griffith, don't know, Aaron oh, wow. Gray, don't know, Carrie Fisher, oh uh, yeah, Aaron Brockovich, Carrie yeah. from the movie Carrie, <laughs> Big Bird, <laughs> <laughs> a wet bag of sand. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Nev Campbell. Ooh. A 12 ounce container of corn. Oh, I could have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Two canisters of NOS. <laughs> the they they made it in the movie. What you talking about? Uh, Vin Diesel read for it <laughs> uh, and did not get it. Uh, they offered him another role, though, I think. Yeah. Diana, Princess of Wales. Uh, and finally, just like Uncle Buck, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, that's a good list. Solid, solid A-listers there. Yeah. Half of it was a bit. No, no. Yeah, no. you're right. All true. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so real quick, if I could just talk about the racism in this movie. What? Um, There's, there was, I'm uh, sorry. What, Aaron? There was is there, a, there, is was there racism? Pro- there was some problematic scenes in here. What? What um, are you talking? In in a post-Y2K <laughs> world, there's racism? Post-Y2K. Never forget Y2K, Aaron. They, they literally used women as objects because Vin Diesel. <gasps> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? How else are they supposed to get young boys like me to the movie theaters? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 10-year-old Duran needed to know. Like, I need to see boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, no. Was that in the second one or the first one? What? What? what whenever it might be in the second one, but whenever uh, she just rub, she just grabs her his hand and just like rubs. that's the first one. That's the first yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, like really, and like like she offers him a threesome. Yep. Yeah. Only if, he, if wins, he wins. Only if he wins. So that's just good for, negotiating. First, first of all, she lied. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. She did say, "Win or lose, you get me. If you win, you get her yeah. too." Yeah. And then like she, the other girl blew a kiss. And then Vin Diesel carries up Michelle Rodriguez, and he's like, my trophy. And yeah. I'm like, mm, that's not yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, to be fair, she can beat up anybody else there. That's yeah, true. Yeah, she literally. So. Just one punch, and they're one. gone. So, yeah. so if she wants to be in that position, she can do that. She also, is one punch woman. She <laughs> is. counter that. Wasn't that just like a little hot? Bell? A little it, bit. It was a little, it was little bit. Like, that, that's right. Kind of like. He picks her up. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. It, like, part of this was like, oh, wow. Like, I kind of feel that, like. That that ter- stereotypical t- testosterone fuel, like from watching this movie, like. But there was some scene, like another one was uh, they call me Hector. I can't say my own last name. I was like, what? What does that mean? I was a little. It was a little. Uh, that racist. sounds like a line from David Ayer, writer of Bright and End of Watch, <laughs> and most importantly, Suicide Squad. Oh, because he was one of the writers on this movie. Oh, so anything that sounds twisted or. Uh, Bad. Is, is a person of color that is being racist against themselves. It's probably David Ayer. Funny story about Hector. He's played a lot of gangsters throughout his lifetime. Probably. So, some, be, him being Hector multiple <laughs> times in other films. Oh, this man. wasn't his first Hector. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't his first Hector. What, what do you think his, like, when he sees that script and he sees another Hector, what do you think goes through his mind? He's in trying two, to feed his family. Yeah, in 2001, this is just the roles you got. You, you were, like, in, especially in Hispanic world, you just got, you know, Hector number, like, and I was looking in the cast just to see if it was, like, Hector number one, Hector number two, Hector number three, <laughs> for, like, all the cholos, because I put, um, it's a good thing those gentlemen had goatees and Raider jerseys and flannel, because I couldn't tell they were Hispanic. Or you couldn't tell that they were from L.A. <laughs> yeah, like, very L.A.-looking people, um, according to the cinema. But, yeah, the, at that point, in, in 2001, he's just trying to get a check at that sure, point. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but, yeah, I kind of wanted... Um, I. Spoiler alert, Ja Rule does not come back in uh, any of the Fast and Furious. He, he is not called back. <laughs> Who is that? Ja Rule. Ja Rule. I don't know. It's murder. He's the, <laughs> he, he's the one that goes, no! Monica! Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, he's the one who got his, oh, his hand yeah, on the yeah, yeah. Does Johnny um, Tran come back? I want to know. Uh, he's my favorite character. Uh, James, we maybe. can't say. Yeah. James, you're the only ones that aren't going to know. God damn this, this hurts my heart. I really <laughs> want to really know. Um, but I do want to mention that they do stick to the family thing. 
They because that that is kind of the theme, right? Family first or something. Well, I, not so much in this movie because. But they they they, they, give, they established they it in give, this they movie. They give it a little yeah, bit. Family, I, I wrote down in bold. They're a family. <laughs> well, except that Vin Diesel's ethos in this movie uh, is that he lives his life a quarter mile at a time. That that's the one in the forefront, but they did hint to the uh, family stuff yeah. mainly just because the of dinner table. The, yeah, the, di- is right. the, the dinner table as well as whenever um, he got pinched by the cops and Brian's the one to save him. Uh, and he yeah. was looking for his buddies. Everybody, All his buddies was essentially chilling at the house partying. Yeah. yeah. And he was looking for his people to come. Yeah. Come get this him. buster's the only one that saved <laughs> him. Exactly. <laughs> and and he takes a corona. Yeah. Well, talking about family, this is a perfect time to bring up my segment, The Stats and the Furious. <laughs> Based off of an article that's written from Bloomberg, uh, James, Aaron, please don't look up at this. Look up this article. I'm growing a tree, so I can't. Sure, great. Uh, don't look up this article for the rest of the next several months. They did an incredible several months. Months, yes. An in-depth Years. analysis uh, of a lot of the things from the Fast and the Furious. I myself have only pulled two of the statistics, and we're about to play this game. Okay. Uh, can, speaking, you mo- can you move your laptop so I don't look at it? Thank sure. You. Speaking of family. Uh, this film uh, uses the word family several times. Sure. Would you like to make a guess of how many times? 71. Family, 71. How, how many times the word family is used? 71. Okay, that's James's guess. 48. Right? 52. Great. Uh, great joke answers. Can I get some real answers for a second? No, I'm not sure. 71. Lower. Okay. Uh, oh, I was... Um, I wasn't joking. I thought they yeah, said a I lot. Yeah, I thought I just didn't catch it, to be honest. Cool. Um, so realistically, I'm going to say 18. 18. I'll say 12. Only two times. In what? The, <laughs> the word family is only used two times in the Fast and the Furious. Well, that I was won the original. Setup. That was a good setup. That yeah. was a good setup. Uh, however, corona consumption, I'll give you this one hint, is higher. The amount of coronas that are drank in this movie. 36. 36 is Duran's real answer. Uh, Aaron, what's your guess? 48. 48. So 48 Coronas. 71. I'm sticking with 71. That number's in there for a reason. All right. That is the year uh, Vin Diesel was born. There are only three Coronas that are consumed. (laughs) Good setup, Kenny. That's good setup. And that's the Stats of the Furious segment for this week. Good yeah, bit. Uh, Good bit. 71 BC, that's when Vin Diesel was born. Sure. Um, but I also put, this is kind of like a weird street racing godfather. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, like, this This was what brought everybody who wasn't in that lifestyle, be like, oh yeah, I'm going to start street racing. Yeah. I'm going to get me a car and yeah. go drag race down at the quarry. And, and Duran got a Honda Accord. <laughs> Civic. Get it right. So Civic, get, it right. It get it right. Um, yeah, I put that. Uh, the cars go fast and look cool. And I kept asking myself, why is uh, Paul Walker gold in so many scenes? Um, so, so it's funny that you mentioned that this feels like the Godfather of racing movies because one of the things that uh, rapist Rob Cohen was going for uh, is he was going for two things. One, he was inspired by westerns. Uh, the scene, the first heist, he specifically references John Ford in terms oh. of using the cars as basically the horses and the whole thing being like the, I believe, end sequence in stagecoach yeah when they they hold up the uh the 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 wagon the titular stagecoach yeah exactly yes uh and then whenever the construction site 
uh, happens upon, that's the river or whatnot that would send the horses back or whatnot and keep the villains away from the heroes. Right. Or whatnot. Uh, Aaron, cut out some whatnots from there. Uh, additionally, the other thing that he was kept referencing in the audio and commentaries is operatic. He wanted these movies to feel, he wanted this movie to feel operatic. He regularly calls it a street opera. Uh, so, which is why the thing has that kind of look. It's got the weird night into day transitions, and he wanted it to feel heightened. The thing that he specifically used as reference for the racing things was Star Wars and other space operas, which is why whenever mm. the things are flying by, it looks like the stars. Oh, it's more apparent in the second film. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I, I wrote that a lot. I was like, I mean, it. I liked that, but at the same time, that's when it just like they just kept getting dramatic and dramatic with that. But it, it was charming. It was cute. Um, but when you mention that, I do kind of see, uh, most specifically, the Western. Um, I do uh, more commonly see the... Because uh, um, it did feel kind of like a heist movie and a, a, a large cinematic opera. Um, like, the way they treat Dom, Vin Diesel's character... Yeah. Um, real quick, because I know now, later on in his career... He has a lot of things that he puts in his contract. Was he at the at the? No, no. he wasn't no. at that point yet. Because I know, like now, he tells people the shots he wants of him. He tells people that you know he can't look too shorter than the rock. Oh, if are I'm you not saying that Vin Diesel's a diva? Something like that, or is he's he's just Diesel? Thing? No, yeah, he's. I think he had to earn his diva uh, status. Status. A bit. So, and this was the thing that kind of propelled him to get that diva status. Yeah, because well, come on, Vin. You're it, than if that. I'm not mistaken, he's. He puts that he's billed at six foot, six foot or six foot one, but a lot of people are like, I think he's like five ten. Like he, he tries to make himself look like the big, macho action star, and like he, the way they shoot things, he can't look too much shorter than The Rock. Right. Because Who is actually like what six four? He's like uh, six five. Yeah. Yeah. I actually saw his real The Rock's real height. Mm-hmm. Uh, no joke. He's three miles tall. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's I really tough that. when you're going a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> no, that's, that's been decent. Oh, <laughs> the rock. Get it right. I want to just throw one more dialogue that I really liked in this film. Um, it was by one of the cops. It was, uh, if you want time, get the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> I just really like that line. <laughs> <laughs> get in your mouse and get out. Yeah. Uh, but I think we need to start wrapping up, gang. Sure. So um, it's probably time to play uh, the podcast's favorite game, the Rotten Tomatoes game. Rotten Tomatoes game. How do we play? Uh, Aaron, you didn't drop in the song. Oh, dang it. So right here, you drop in the song right now. Whoa. Here it is. That is serious. Yeah, good song, good song. Uh, The Rotten Tomatoes game is based off the website and review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes, where a plethora of critics come together in order to pass judgment on films by judging if they're fresh or rotten. I myself have the statistics of what people and what film critics thought about this movie from a percentage-wise score. Uh, I think this is going to be, real quick, the most polarizing between critics and and audience. I think this is going to be very, very polarizing. Mm, I don't know. Uh, so, Duran, we're going to be doing two Rotten Tomato scores. We're going to be doing the critical Rotten Tomato score. We're going to be doing the audience uh, Rotten Tomato score. All right. So, gentlemen, uh, out of rev one- your engines. Vroom, vroom. There, there, there hasn't been enough racing. That's right. Dialogue. <laughs> uh, out of 149 critical reviews, 
what do you think, James, is the Rotten Tomatoes score for the first The Fast and the Furious film released in June of 2001, directed by Rob Cohen, mm-hmm. starring Paul Walker, mm-hmm. Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. Michelle Rodriguez, mm-hmm. Jordana Brewster. Ja Rule. No! <laughs> and this is audience? This is critics. Oh, this is critics. Which is why I said the word critics yeah i wasn't paying attention uh yeah you didn't listen to last week no i didn't i'm a terrible person i'm very sorry i'm gonna say uh 43 43 percent aaron 47 47 Duran. i'll be an optimist and say 57 oh all right what was it kenny None of you are right. The correct uh, answer is 53%. Oh. Uh, oh, so close. So yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. So, Duran, you are now disqualified, but you can come back for the audience round, which starts right now. Whoa. Out of 1,043,745 brains. Jeez. Uh, Wait, say that number one out more of, time. Out of 1,043,745 rankings on Rotten Tomatoes. This is for fans. What? This is for what? the fans. Uh, the critics review was uh, for Paul the audience score is from Paul sure we'll get you'll get that in seven movies I don't okay uh, what do you think the audience score is 71% 71% no this is yeah you know uh, people love this the people love this I'm gonna say 92 all right Duran I say 87 two of you are incorrect was I right? Hold on, let me finish. And also, the other person is incorrect. Oh, <laughs> man, that is, you're strong coaster. today, man. You are. Uh, but one of uh. you is uh, still under without going over, which is what under means. The score is 74. Oh! percent James fight. Dang. I told you 71. It, it popped in there for a reason. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That has been the Rotten Tomatoes game. Please come back next podcast where we'll play the exact same game. <laughs> Uh, Should we throw an ad read in there? Put it right there. Uh, Yeah, I will do a shaved ribeye sandwich with the uh, the uh, the charred broccolini for my side. What, James? What chardonnays do you have here? What? Can't you don't drink? Uh, Aaron, I think you're in my seat. Oh, so sorry, sir. What are you guys doing? We're in the middle of an episode. Hey, James, the uh, the ICs are bottomless here, yes? Do you guys think we're at Movie House and Eatery right now? Aaron, if you do anything but a Coke Icy, you will have to pay $30. That is one of the four rules. Guys, I understand the service experience for Movie House and Eatery is exceptional, but you can only experience it there. Aaron, I'm going to order popcorn. Do I need to get some extra bowls? I'm not a fan of several hands at the same time. It wouldn't bowl. hurt. No, yeah. Kenny, you can't order popcorn. We're in the studio. It's not a scratch kitchen or full bar like they have at Movie House and Eatery. That's weird. My recliner's just not working. Aaron, it's a folding chair. It will never recline. This is not Movie House and Eatery where you have a reserved seating with plush recliners. Uh, Aaron, it might be stuck. Let me come over there and help oh, you. Thanks, man. Guys, thanks. you have options to do this elsewhere. Just Movie House and Eatery has several locations, including DFW, an upcoming location in the Woodlands, and two right here in Austin. Push it down. That's weird. It doesn't even have any buttons. Movie House and Eatery makes the movies better. Aha! There it goes! That's been And we're back from that ad read. We love our sponsors. They are great. They are. And but unfortunately, we have to end 
tonight because that has been our episode of Shame Watch. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rockin' theme song and to James Garcia for our artwork. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shame Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Also, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash flatfilms. It does cost it does cost money to put out James, we can what? start from the beginning. What? I just hold on. It does cost money to put out superb content like the this pod. So even a one dollar donation can make a huge difference. Until next time, our watch has ended. Dive at your own risk. Wait, where can people find us? It's not on the copy. Well, we're okay. going we're going back around. Deron, where can people find you? Oh, find me. Uh, Twitter, I'm, Twitch. Uh, yes. Um, you can find me on Twitter at dbrisco33, spelled D B R I S K O, thirty three. Um, and Twitch, you can find me at twitch.tv uh, forward slash dbrisco, spelled the same way that I did earlier. Uh, I may play some games here and there, but um, I'm not consistent. I'm lazy. I'm what, sorry. what games do you play? Uh, right now, uh, I'm getting back into Destiny two. Um, oh, all right. So, nice. like they they're they just um, said they're going free to play in three months, and they're going to have oh, some new content. And stuff. Right, so, I'm right. trying to rev up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I usually play like my shooter shooter bang bang games and gotcha. my yeah. slashy slash games and stuff he, like that. He plays a lot of Snake. Ah, on a, I gotcha. on a Nokia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, just, yeah. he just films it. That's great. That's, why I, that's why I was playing in 2001 when yeah. this movie came. Out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aaron, where can people find you? Uh, Laughing Panda 5 on Twitter, Laughing Panda everywhere else, including uh, um, uh, Instagram, uh, Letterboxd, uh, Aaron Salinas on Facebook, uh, Austin Amateurs on YouTube. Kenny? You can find me on my website, KennyMadisonIsCool.com. You can also find me on my letterbox, letterbox.com slash Kenny Madison. And you can find me at my personal Twitter, uh, Tough at Ghost, but you can find all of us at Flat Films. Yeah, I add something new. I'll take that. Okay. Because we're all flat films people. Anyway, we'll have a different conversation about branding, but now our watch has ended. Dive at your own risk. Here comes the outro music. This NOS really affected me.